And good morning, Mike Broomhead. Hey, good morning, Jamie. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for being here. We are live from Radio Row or Media Row at the Phoenix Convention Center for the Super Bowl. It is starting to heat up around here. A lot of people milling around. We are going to bring some great guests to you this morning. Coming up in about 20 minutes from right now, a good friend of mine named Mike Barber. A lot of you old school NFL fans are going to remember Mike. Mike was the tight end for the Houston Oilers back in their heyday and has got some great NFL stories. He is at Super Bowl and he has turned his uh, career into something a lot different now. He does ministry work and a lot of other interesting things. So we're going to talk to our first NFL uh, alumni coming up here at 835. So make sure you stick around for it. Since we're here, I thought we'd start off with uh, kind of what's going on. The headline from, uh, from I believe it was AZ Central this morning. Oh, I'm sorry, from 12 News. Private jets, cars, houses, how high rollers are spending their money at the Super Bowl. We hear about the tickets. We know the tickets are immensely expensive and the reason why people are willing to pay it. This is a once a year event and for a lot of people it's a once in a lifetime event. People in the Valley are getting $7,000 a night for um, for uh, like uh, Airbnbs or VRBOs. Um, we are hearing that the Motel 6s on I-17 are going for $900 a night. I never wanted to own a Motel 6 but I think I do this weekend. And so this is going to be such a huge thing but coming downtown if you haven't come down for the Super Bowl experience that's happening here you've got to get down here the NFL experience is something else but the energy when we got here so uh Julie and I, uh, we carpooled this morning, and we came down here for, to Radio Row. The energy just downtown outside of the building is pretty remarkable. This is obviously a huge event. There was a already a, a celebrity sighting this morning. Julie and I uh, passed um, Brady Quinn, former uh, former Notre Dame quarterback, um, and he looks like he's, he he does really look like a male model. He he looks like a male model. We passed him on the escalator coming up. So there's a a lot of people milling around. This is going to be such an exciting time for us here in Arizona. I am so happy that this is happening. Um, we are going to talk a little bit later on in the show with the CEO of the Super Bowl host committee. Um, one of the things that I have been uh, and with the, uh, we'll be talking with her about what it takes to put on an event like this. But I, the community service that the NFL brings with them, that with the you know that one of the things for any nonprofit or any cause, just forget the nonprofit organizations for a cause for anything that's happening, bringing exposure and bringing it to light sometimes is a key to getting it off the ground and to getting some help to stop something if it's a negative thing. The NFL is doing so much promoting um, uh, their work on human trafficking and how we end human trafficking. And I got to tell you, it is great work that they are doing, and it's something else that's been near and dear to my heart. I'll be speaking at an event on Friday uh, trying to end human trafficking. And, and so, unfortunately, it's part of the underbelly. It certainly isn't the NFL's issue. But anytime you have big events, I mentioned this the other day, this is the difference between an average normal person and someone that's a predator. Predators see an event like this as an opportunity to get over on people. WM Phoenix Open, Barrett Jackson, events like the Super Bowl, where you and I see the economic uh, influx. You, we see all the great things that happen, the notoriety and the exposure for the Valley. Businesses full, restaurants and hotels and people making money. We see all of that, and we think this is great for Arizona to show off our perfect weather this time of year. All of that stuff is so good. But what these predators do is they follow these big events. And unfortunately, it's happening under our noses. But thankfully, there's people out there doing everything they can to slow it down and stop it and bring um, exposure to it. It's one of those things that you can never unsee it once you've seen it. 
and it is just appalling what happens. So obviously, it's not just that, but the other things that are going on along in partnership with the NFL, great charitable work, Boys and Girls Club, um, uh, uh, trying to stop homelessness, veteran services, all of these things the NFL brings with it. And with the NFL brand, they're able to bring expose the great things that are happening in the community and helping to end the bad things that are happening in the community. And I just think it's fantastic. And so um, one of the things here, I, I, one of the interesting stories is also bomb tech, cyber intrusions, you name it, we have it, experts, how 43 agencies are keeping the Valley safe during the Super Bowl. So I know that uh, Sharp talked with uh, General Muhlenbeck out at the Arizona National Guard and the role that they play in this. Uh, the FBI obviously playing a big role in coordinating this, but the Maricopa County Sheriff's Office, the, all of the Valley police agencies having officers and then deputies from the Sheriff's Office all over these events to make sure they stay secure. This is no small undertaking, but it's, again, it's one of those events that we're so thrilled that it's happening. Even when the teams travel, we were talking about this on the way in this morning, you know, the the uh, Philadelphia Eagles are staying out at Wild Horse Pass, and uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are staying at Ganey Ranch, the Hyatt at Ganey Ranch, and so the routes that they will take to the events they have to go to, whether it's media day or the routes they're taking to get into the game that day, it is a, it's a logistical nightmare. Um, not quite as bad as when the president is in town where they're shutting every single thing down, but you know, it is something that is still a huge undertaking. Traffic's going to be a little bit of a nightmare. And on top of all of that, if you're anywhere near Scottsdale, how about the WM Phoenix Open that kicks off this week? The Pro-Am on Wednesday and then the tournament begins on Thursday. Practice rounds are going on now, is are you know beginning this week. Uh, so this is one of those events that nobody wants to miss. So this, to me, is the best time to be here uh, in Arizona, these few times that we got all these events happening basically at the same time. Um, you look at the last thing I want to mention on this, and we're going to talk about it quite a bit with some of the interesting guests we're going to have, um, is the way that the Valley and all of Arizona is going to benefit long term, that this is going to be great exposure and business development and business relocation. One of the stories we'll talk about later is the exodus from California and New York, where wealthy people and business owners are relocating because of taxation, and they're going to Texas and Florida. But Arizona should be on that list, too. We are also beneficiaries of those things happening. And it's just something that I think is amazing. Um, what I'm going to do in a few moments, and I hope you'll stick around for this. He is one of the most interesting people that I know. His name is Mike Barber. And uh, Mike was a tight end with the Houston Oilers and has taken the fame that went along with that. And he is, he, we call him, we call him the Dan Marley of Houston. He is still a fan favorite in town. And he has taken that notoriety and he has turned it into something more. He does ministry work now in prisons. Um, he has just turned it into a lot of really great stuff in his community and around the country. And I'm going to ask him, I don't know how many Super Bowls he's been to. I don't know how many of these events he's been to. But he's going to join me here at 835. I, I'm, I'm really pleased that he's going to come on with me because he's one of my favorite people. So we're going to get to it here in just a moment. And uh, Barbara's going to join me. So stick around for that.
strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Hey, thanks for being here. We are live on Radio Row here at the Super Bowl, and joining me is one of my favorite people in the world, not just because he was a, a legendary NFL player, but he's one of the best people I know. His name is Mike Barber, former tight end with the old Houston Oilers. Mike, it's so good to see you, man. Always great to be with you. You're my brother. It's uh, Let's talk about the NFL first, and I want to get into what you're doing now. How Obviously, it's changed quite a bit from when you played, but this event, the Super Bowl, how much has this changed from when you were a player? Well, media has just made it beyond words. You, you know, the whole world tunes in. And it just to put it, put it uh, in its place, how big is the Super Bowl? Let me put it to you like this. Uh, Elvis Presley's first worldwide live tour. He did it out of Hawaii. And he made a mistake, and he did it on Super Bowl Sunday. And the only country that did not air him live was the United States. Wow. Because of the Super Bowl. I didn't know that. Yeah. And when I played, the tickets were, I think, $15 a ticket. And look at it today. That doesn't even buy a hot dog now. I, I, I know, you know. And, and if we, if you won a, a playoff game, the the winning team got 5000 and the losing team got 2500 And wow. today, what each player gets was worth more than what I made for a whole season, you know. <laughs> and I told, I, said, I told my mother, I could slap you for having me 10 years early, you know. I'm their first pick in 76, and... And uh, my first year salary was thirty five thousand. Wow! And and so you know, but it's it's an awesome game, and and it's just you know so much fun to be here, and and uh, 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 the whole whole world watches. I love when you tell stories about when you played because when I was a kid, we watched Houston Oilers. I mean, watching Earl Campbell, watching these guys play football was amazing. Who were some of the people you were surrounded with, either by coached by or played with that you remember? Like it was yesterday. Well, my coach Bum Phillips. He was something. He was a character. He he was one of a kind. You know, he'd say about me. You know, Mike Barber. You don't dance real good, but you'll dance every dance. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna play every down. You know, things things like that. And uh, you know, he'd say there's only two kinds of coaches. You know, those that's been fired and those gonna be fired. You know, and uh, but he he was. Uh, he's why I sat here today. He was so inspirational me and uh, everybody on that team loved him and uh, and um he made a big impact on my life. It seems like the game changes, but then it's come kind of full circle because you've got to be excited about watching like a Travis Kelsey and watch how the tight ends have really become a prominent part of the offense again. Like when they're not just blockers anymore; they're right. catching passes. There, there is there's there are wide receivers out there just big enough to block. Right. Well, I mean, when I played, is you block first and then you was a receiver. And really and truly, this day and time, you're a receiver first and then a block. But now Kelsey, for one, he's a cut above. He loves to block. Mm-hmm. And he's an excellent blocker. But what a great receiver. And, of course, your whole offense, pretty much the whole time we played, there was at least two people in the backfield, basically. Well, now yeah. you hardly ever see that anymore because they got four wides, four wide outs. And so they throw the ball all over the field. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a different time and uh, makes the game exciting. You're a big guy. And- and 
but compared to today's NFL players, did you ever think you'd see what you're seeing in some of the size of these guys? Uh, I know. You know, when I came in, they said the average tight end was 6'1", weighed 2.14. And I was just over six. And I weighed 230. And in that day, I was, quote, unquote, a freak. Yeah. Where in today, the average tight end is 6'5", 6'6", weighs like 250, 260. Yeah. And so many, they can run like a deer. And they're amazing, amazing athletes. And, And it's a lot of fun to watch. I want to talk about what you're doing now with your life because um, we call you the Dan Marley of Houston because you're still a fan favorite in town, but you've taken all that notoriety and your time playing in the NFL, and you're giving back, and you're doing ministry work all over the world, yeah. aren't you? Yes. So talk about it. Tell uh-huh. me what you're doing. Well, you know, Mike, I, uh, you know, I've caught a lot of passes with these hands, and uh, but I made a real special catch in my life when, when I accepted Christ into my heart. And uh, prior to that, I was a wreck looking for a place to happen and really changed my life. And I've always been a person for the underdog. When I was with the Oilers and even with the Rams, I got involved in organizations that wasn't in the public eye. Nobody knew about it. But I love helping the helpless. And I looked up, and now here I am. I've walked into my 37th year of full-time prison ministry, 43 years altogether. My last six years in the NFL, I spent my whole off-season in prison. And uh, the deal is 93% of the people that are in prison, they get out. So if there's not a change of thinking, there's not a change of heart. And it's an awesome place to go in, build people up with a message of hope that, you know, it's never too late with God. And uh, we've had great success. And uh, I didn't think anything, Mike, in all honesty, as, as I can be, I didn't think anything could compare with playing in the NFL. But what I do today, going in one prison after the other, the NFL can't compare with it. You know, when you when you change, my son says this, when you change, uh, when you change a man, you change a family. And we make that impact on that entire family, you know. And what a greater thing to sit and see people's lives change that had horrible paths that now they're, they're a new new creation because of relationship with their Lord and Savior. Do you get a lot of criticism from people that say, you know, these are people that committed horrible crimes and you should spend time with other people? Do you How do you answer that criticism? Because I know you hear it sometimes. Yeah, I, I get hate letters. I've been threatened. My life's been threatened a number of times because of who I've stood up for. Joe Mike, I put it to him like this, you know, if you believe the Bible, and, and of course I do, and God says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says, I'm the Lord God, and I change not. Then in Acts chapter 9, verse 15, Jesus is speaking about his worst enemy, Saul, who became the apostle Paul. And out of his words, he said, he, meaning Saul, was a chosen instrument of mine to carry out my message. And so he wasn't looking at his dirt. He was looking at his heart. And the rest is history and what Saul became Paul, what he has done. And so if he is the same, I always tell people, I said, I understand your anger and I am sensitive to it. But at the same time, God changes people. And, and, um, but it, it's, it's through the years, it's gotten much easier on that. When the, at the very beginning, when I was doing, there was a lot of hate and threats and et cetera. But truthfully, not so much, not so much anymore. And, and, uh, 
it's 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 exciting. If people want to learn more about what you're doing now, if they want to find you, how do they find you? It's, they can go to our website. Just uh, and thank you for asking, Mike. MikeBarber.org. MikeBarber.org. Mike Barber. He'll answer er, er, everything we do. It. It's the only thing that I do. And like I said, I wouldn't trade places with nobody. I can't think of a better way for me to start off this Super Bowl experience for me than sitting here with you. It brings a smile to my face. You're such an inspiration. And thanks for doing this this morning. Well, thank you, Mike. Always an honor to great to be with you. All right, that's Mike Barber, former tight end with the Houston Oilers, but doing so much more important work right now. Coming up in a few moments, we got Gatos, and it's a big question of the day. Stick around. The Gatos Big Q poll question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Hey, good morning, Gatos. Hey, how's it going? In Gatos, I can't hear you. Can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. There you are. <laughs> How's downtown Phoenix at the Super Bowl? Dude, you are going to love it. This is so much fun. It is the, From the minute you get out of the parking garage, the energy just down here is phenomenal. And then to get into this room is very cool. Is it is it packed at Radio Row where everybody from around the world is doing a show? It's filling up now, so it, it was it was a little yeah. sparse at the beginning of the morning, uh, but it is uh, filling up now. We're starting to see some uh, faces we recognize in both our business and the NFL. It's pretty cool. That's great, man. Yeah, we're going to be down there Wednesday and Thursday, and then I know you're going to be down there Friday again. So, yep. yeah, it's fun, man. There's a lot going on in town. It's a lot of fun. We uh, we were uh, we were coming down the escalator when we first got here, Julia and I, and we passed uh, former uh, Notre Dame quarterback Brady Quinn on the escalator. So I don't know our, who that is. Oh, he was a superstar with Notre Dame, and then only played oh. a couple years in the NFL. Now he's a broadcaster. Oh, okay. Did yeah. you get him on the show, or did he say, listen, no, I... No, no, he was on his way out. You, Mike. He was on his way yeah. out, and I wouldn't interview him because I'm a Miami Hurricane, and we can't talk and be nice to people from Notre Dame. Catholics yeah. versus convicts, I, I we can't do feel, it. I feel the same way. When I was in downtown Phoenix on uh, Sunday, we, you and I bumped into each other. Mm-hmm. I booed every Eagles fan I saw, so that was <laughs> awesome. That's taking your life yeah. into your own hands, my friend. Well, you know what? They appreciate it. You know, they're not they going to, they're, if it's not, well, if it's a Raiders fan that you boo, they'll knife you and then they'll cut your liver out. Right. But this is an Eagles fan we're talking about. They, they appreciate and know, you know, oh, you're booing me. All right. All right. I guess I deserve it. If it's a Raiders fan, they kill you. Yeah. The Philly fans booed their own mascot once at a baseball game. You know, they booed Santa. Yeah. They booed Santa. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, what do yeah, you got for a question? Everything. They boo everything. They boo everything. All right, you ready for the big Q? Absolutely. Which ticket would you choose? All right, I got two. Okay. Number one, best, bougie, top of the line, everything is free ticket to the Phoenix Open. Okay. Or, or, worst seat in the house, last row, top of the stadium, ticket to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> I'm going open. You know, yeah, it's interesting because, uh, you know, if you want to go to the Phoenix Open, you most likely can go to the Phoenix Open. Yeah. But a Super Bowl is hard to get into. We're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. There are people out there that just want to. I've never been someone. I've been right. to one Super Bowl. Um, I haven't. And that's it. I've been. Well, no. You, you, see, there you, you've been to the Open a million times. So, you you know, go to the, go to the Super Bowl and sit in the worst seat. All right, Gatos. It's good talking to you. Good luck tomorrow. 
All right, man. All right, that's a BQ poll question of the day coming up at 9 o'clock. We talk uh, about finances, and that comes up in just a few moments. Stick around.